Welcome to the Chiropractic United podcast series for August 16th, 2011. This podcast is brought to you by Chiropractic Bob Physics Seminars. For more information about CBP technique, browse to idealspine.com. Also brought to you by Dr. Fred Domenico. To see how Dr. Fred can help your practice, browse to EliteCoachingLLC.com. And finally, by PostureCo, developers of the PostureAy X-ray digitizing software EMR system known as PostureAy, as well as the PostureScreen mobile app. For more information on the app, browse to iTunes App Store and type in PostureScreen. Or browse to PostureCo.com. Now, let's get started. Welcome everybody out there in podcast land and iTunes listening to Chiropractic United's podcast for the week of August 16th, Tuesday night. I'm here with uh, my colleagues and co-founders of Chiropractic United, Dr. Joe Ferrantelli, who's also CEO of Posture Co., uh, Posture Ray Products, and the uh, new screening app on Posture that's called uh, Posture Screen Mobile on the the, on iTunes, and then also our, our co-founder, Dr. Fred DiDomenico from Elite Coaching. Uh, our special guest tonight is Dr. Sandy Haas of Windsor, Colorado. So before I introduce Sandy, let's just say welcome to welcome. Dr. Fred, Dr. Joe, and Dr. Sandy. Great to be here. Hello. Hello. Okay. So first and foremost, uh, for those of you that are new to Chiropractic United, uh, we are a web-based service. We offer uh, webinars. We offer these podcasts. Uh, We're also uh, doing some seminars upcoming. Uh, But really what we do is we have an online HD video streaming where we train and teach chiropractors state-of-the-art business and practice management procedures, as well as research and technique for corrective care doctors. So check us out on the web at www.chiropracticunited.com. Which brings us to our guest speaker, Dr. Sandy Haas. She graduated from the prestigious Liberal Arts College, Rollins College, located in Central Florida, And then she graduated with honors from Life University in 2002. She is a certified advanced CBP technique fellow and also a CBP technique uh, instructor. Uh, But first and foremost, maybe on this particular podcast, what people need to know is she's an incredible businesswoman and she runs one of the most amazing uh, multidisciplinary chiropractic rehab facilities for structural correction of the spine and posture in Windsor, Colorado. Uh, she's going to be speaking at the CBP uh, 33rd uh, annual in Phoenix, Arizona, uh, September 23rd through the 25th. Uh, so, Dr. Sandy, can you uh, give our listeners an idea of what it is that you do that's unique in your practice and then? Let us know what you're going to be speaking at at the annual uh, for your uh, three to four hour time slot. Um, yes. Well, hello everybody out there, and um, I'm happy to be here and excited to be talking with Dr. Deed and Dr. Joe and Dr. Fred. And what am I? What I'm going to be talking about at the annual is explaining business concepts that are very um, different and unfamiliar to a lot of chiropractors out there and a lot of the ideas that I have put into place and systems that I've put into place into our into our practice 
are basically created by myself and a little assistance of my family with a lot of knowledge on implementing systems with efficiencies, but the primary goal is to not only maximize revenues of someone's business, but also to get your staff to optimally perform to a brand new level. And we measure things in our practice where other offices are not accustomed to looking and dissecting their businesses as thoroughly. And sometimes it can confuse the average chiropractor and not knowing really um, the direction their business is going. They may understand where they're going in the rehab sense as far as, you know, the outcomes that they're trying to achieve, but as far as the outcomes that they may be trying to achieve in the business sense is sometimes not, um, you know, something that most chiropractors, we didn't go to business school, we went to chiropractic school. So sometimes it's lacking and um, a lot of people need assistance in that area. So my whole goal of the annual is to explain a different way of looking at a practice and looking at your practice in a different light as far as offering different services under the same roof. But as I was speaking for Dr. Fred and Elite um, just last weekend, I was expressing to everybody there that people have similar ideas sometimes, but the biggest problem is execution. People don't know how to execute and implement and actually put these systems into place. And then even if some people do, the follow-up and the tracking and the forecasting and looking at how your business is trending in every area is um, overlooked. So I'll be covering a lot of that and giving a lot of detail, a lot of things that people can actually go home on Monday and start implementing right away to make some practice changes for the better. And I don't know how much detail, Dr. Deed, you would like me to get into. So um, would anyone like to ask me a well, specific question? Well, I'd like to say, Dr. Deed, uh, for our audience, can you give us uh, just a, a little impression on your impression being the you know the main person in CBP on Sandy's office because a lot of people don't know how simply incredible her office runs. Right, you know, I want everybody to realize it's it's not about money, but money is important to maintain and sustain a business, and also to make sure that you have a livelihood for your family, your staff and uh, your future, as well as you're able to be there for the patients in the long run, too. So Sandy and uh, Jason, who are both chiropractors, um, they uh, run a clinic that is probably in the top 0.00001% of all chiropractic clinics out there. Uh, you know, I, I don't know if numbers are appropriate, but I can tell you that uh, they're probably going to do over $2 million uh, in gross revenue this year. And while the net might be more important, we won't discuss that with Sandy. She can talk to uh, anybody out there personally that wants to know that. But their business is so successful in implementing multiple health-based, wellness-based revenue streams and systematizing these to where People will actually do it and stay the course, which is really the ultimate goal when you, when you do offer a service for somebody. If they're going to do it, 
starting and stopping is unacceptable. That doesn't do anything for them or you. It wastes their time and their money. So being able to get them to follow through with these following procedures that Sandy has developed and tested in her practice has led to a, a very successful business model with multiple health-based wellness streams like uh, not just corrective care with a CBP approach using exercise and traction, but also weight loss management using ideal protein, uh, laser therapy using the class 4K laser, uh, also power plate functional and structural rehabilitation exercises are in there. Uh, and there's multiple other things. So I mean, their office is just simply phenomenal from a health and wellness and corrective care point of view. Uh, and you, you brought up an interesting point, Dr. Deed, when it's not about the money, but we we really try to change the paradigm of people just looking at, you know, a corrective care office is amazing, and it starts with the core. You've got to fix the spine, no doubt about that. But there's there's more that can be done for people. So when we were looking at what we can add for our patients, we were originally our whole intent was, wait a minute, we could be helping people in a, in other ways, and we want to capture them and be a complete wellness facility. So it wasn't just. Um, about the money. So definitely wanted to clear that up. Adding state-of-the-art technology was one of our primary goals and improving outcomes, getting greater outcomes. You know, we had to get weight off of our patients to get greater structural correction. We needed functional improvement, so we added the power plate. We needed to decrease inflammation because we made a niche in northern Colorado that orthopedic surgeons now reach out to um, all types of surgeons that are reaching out for us because they realize that we have some of the latest technology that's just simply not available in practically the whole entire state. And if it is, it's not all under one roof. Somebody may just offer, you know, a K laser down in Parker, but that's all they offer. So the idea behind it was let's improve our outcomes by adding the best of the best services all under one roof, getting a greater outcome for every single patient walking through our doors to the point now that in our community, Everyone knows us for the state-of-the-art facility. They know us for the wellness center. They know us for a location that can answer questions that many other types of healthcare offerings out there can't simply, um, uh, uh, you know, a solution. So the original concept came from adding more for our patients and doing more for our patients. And then... With that came, wait a minute, if I'm going to be adding all these different services, I really need to have incredible systems in my facility, and I have to have my staff on board with all this integration that's being added in. And it goes into very, very, um, we go into a lot of detail with our staff. I mean, our staff understands profit and loss. We departmentalize every little area of the office. It's just not like we have multiple services under one roof. We call them departments, and they're ran like departments, and they have to come and report how they're how they're performing. And they report. They report in every mid-shift, every middle of the day, every end of the day. 
week to date, month to date, they're reporting on how they performed from the PT assistant to the CA on the floor to the person that's in charge of soul supports and orthotics. We call it an orthotic department. And they have to report how their department is actually scaling and pairing with the rest of the um, office. So it's quite extensive on the back end. And um, I think that's what makes it a lot very intriguing to a lot of out offices out there that don't understand the, the back end of how it needs to take place to run that you're constantly growing. You're never stagnating. Every department is constantly looking at growth. Wow. That's yeah, that, yeah, that's good. That's well, and I think just to add a little bit to that, Sandy, you know, I mean, you pretty much covered everything right there. But I think the most important thing beyond that is is what an inspirational leader you are. You know, one of the things we teach in Elite, and you've done on your own and being an Elite client have gone through this, that the purpose and vision starts with the doctor, then it moves through the team. And, and the thing that you've done so well is you have such strong team unity where those, what you've created is a team that's so loyal, you know, the systems, you know, allow you to see the volume that you see, when in reality, everybody's driven by a higher purpose. And that's really it, you know, I mean, that you've developed awesome systems, but each team member is very purpose-driven as much as, or if not more, than a lot of doctors are out there with their own purpose or in their own clinic. You know, the, the least so to speak, uh, of the responsibilities of your employees is very purpose-driven and very loyal. And everybody helps each other. So, and that's how you create what you've created. You know, you've established the systems, but you've been a great manager and a great uh, inspiration so other people can follow your lead uh, more than willingly, but with enthusiasm. So there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's it is a very purpose driven office, and everyone is on board, and they they love it. They live it. They every single employee talks about the value of what they get when they leave here because of what they see with all of our patients on a daily basis. From you know, ideal protein assisting with getting patients off of meds to you know just taking pressure off a patient's disc. I mean, this, some of the simple things that sometimes Jason and I sit back and we, it just, it works so well with our, and the, and the integration of having CBP and our practice along with power plates and everything that sometimes we take for granted. It's sometimes how simple it is to get the outcomes that we desire. And that's probably the most exciting thing for us because this is a daily occurrence that, you know, patients are just talking. Uh, I was just at getting my uh, teeth cleaned today, just on a side note, and the woman who was cleaning my teeth, you know, I she's a patient, and she was telling me how she got to our office because, I, I you know, I'm not here as much. I'm in and out. And she was basically explaining that they were in Mexico, uh, three couples, and the gentleman flew home, one of the our patients flew home because he scheduled a back surgery. He was fed up with his pain. He got home and they could not get him in for two weeks. So he opened up the newspaper one morning and he's just, you know, in an agony. And he comes across an ad that Jason and I run and he calls us 
bottom line is he canceled his surgery and he has about 15 family members that are currently patients inside the office, including the dental hygienist I was with today. And she was sharing Steve's story. And to know that we can help this patient who had already had instrumentation placed into his low back and we can make such an impact. I mean, that's the type of stories that I'm just like, I love it and I want to hear more of it. And I could never get enough of this reality. So oh, that's great, it's, Sandy. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the other thing is for everybody that's out there, we've always wanted to have uh, good quality, knowledgeable and effective communicators as female CVP instructors. And it's not that we never had any. It's just that we didn't use them enough uh, in our resources. So at this annual, that that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to bring a strong female chiropractic uh, presence to the instructor profile of our annual conferences and to show other women out there that, you know what, CBP technique, you don't have to be all bronze and no brains to do this. You know, in other words, you don't have to be a physical guy. Women can, can effectively do CBP technique better than many of the men or maybe all of the men out there. Uh, Part of the CBP technique was actually developed by Dr. Sang Harrison. Although she didn't like to teach, she certainly contributed to the development of the technique. She developed some of the drop table adjusting setups. She was the first uh, person to actually compare on x-ray the spinal model line that we have in the cervical spine to what the patient actually had. So that all came from female chiropractors. So I just want uh, women to know that we, we would love to have you at the annual and you'll, you're going to be seeing more of Dr. Sandy Haas and some of the other female CBP instructors in the future. But we also, with that being said, I don't just offer it up to anybody and that's male or female. You have to basically take many uh, courses over and over again all 12 courses multiple times you have to show that you know the technique inside and out and that you're a capable competent teacher and that's what dr sandy haas is yep Thank you. it was awesome sandy you know i have to just say that when i went to your your office for the first time and you know i remember obviously i remember you and jason in school and you know i worked with you guys in you know building the cpp club but i'd never been to your office and i'd always heard how great it was um it's just uh, just a, such a well-run, like I would say it's like a Formula One race car. Um, and, you know, it's just, it, it gets better and better each time that I go out there. And it's just, I'm at awe because I, I see the struggles that most offices do from day to day, including my own. And I see how well on such a big scale and how efficient your office runs yeah, it's truly remarkable the systems that you have in place. So, you know, I'm even eager, knowing what that I've known you guys for quite uh, many years, I'm eager to listen to you at the uh, CBP annual in a month and talk about some of these things. Yeah, I'm definitely excited to share, and I really want to help those practices out there that, you know, it's some of this is so um, simple, you know, and just if I can get it out there and help these practices grow, and like Dr. Fred said, you know, make it even a larger purpose, more clinics that I can aid in learning these systems and learning what we've been capable of doing in our practice, um, the more people out there that can actually get the help. So 
I'm excited, and thank you for your compliment, Dr. Joe. And you'll have to know that we have now expanded, and now we are over 4,500 square foot facility, and it is incredible. Wait till you walk in, and actually, Joe, you wouldn't recognize it. Wow, um, yeah, it I looks know. completely different. It's been gutted and renovated, and it really, when you walk through the front door, it does look like, wow, this is state-of-the-art. Like, where did this place come from? So it's pretty cool, and it's pretty exciting. And the patients have been wowed all week long since they started walking in the door on Monday. And the rumors getting all around this whole entire area, and people are just stopping in just to see it because it looks that amazing. Well, that's great. You need to get some of those videos up on Facebook. I know. I know. We were waiting for all the finishing touches to be done. Cabinets are still going up and things like that. So we were waiting for that to be completed before we actually put it out there. And we wanted to surprise all the people coming to the hands-on. Yeah. And we didn't want to put it on Facebook and then they'll see it for the first time when they walk in. Yeah. Yeah. And unfortunately, that, that, so, that, that seminar sold out this weekend. But, Deed, we'll be having some more of the, uh, the hands-on uh, next year, correct? Yeah, we'll do uh, one a year out at uh, Dr. Jason and Dr. Sandy Haas's office in Windsor, and then we'll probably do one a year somewhere else. And it looks like August, uh, Dr. Sandy, is the month that we like to do it at your facility, and it, it's had a you know a packed house. We only take 25 doctors every time for that at most, and I really like only 20. But usually five people end up begging me, yeah. and then I let them I let them come in. Then I turn away, you know, five to ten each time. Yeah, absolutely. And so, go on, Fred. Sorry, cut you go off. Go ahead. Well, now that you've done this, Sandy, and you got this great place, what do you see your vision now? I mean, you've created obviously a multi-million-dollar spinal corrective business. Uh, obviously, you're delivering all the clinical services. You got the business aspect down. What's your next step? Um, well, that's a huge question. <laughs> First of all, I don't see myself stopping with this um, paradigm shift that I've created in this wellness center. I mean, we're bringing on Alter-G anti-gravity treadmills in the next 30 days. We will continue making our clinic, you know, better and better. So I don't think that anything in my eyes, anyone who knows me, I don't stop. I continue to add value to everything that I do. So um, I think as far as the clinic goes, it'll continue as the technology presents itself. I'm sure I'll go out to um, obtain it and bring it into the office, just like we're getting full spine digital um, that'll be installed on the 29th of August. So that part, I, that crusade will continue. As far as my future and offering other things, I I really, truly, after, you know, speaking at Elite and speaking at a CBP event, I realized just the outpour of doctors and listening to doctors after I speak that there is a true need for people to, they want this. They just don't know how to do it. They don't even really know where to start, and they don't even know how to shift uh, the culture that they've already created inside their practice with their patient, I mean, with their staff, they don't know how to switch it. They don't even know where to begin. So I find myself, Dr. Fred, really trying to reach out to more chiropractic practices and explain how there's a lot of simplicity to this. Um, you know, adding value-added services and, you know, keeping your, your overhead fixed 
and adding more at opportune times during the day and scattering services throughout the day. There's there's so much people can be doing to be maximizing their revenue, but also maximizing the outcome of their of their patients. And I really want to um, teach everyone how to do it. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So. Can you tell us quickly about the products that you're going to have available for doctors, Sandy? Yeah, so my, my sister Rose and I um, work an enormous amount of hours on, we've been writing software at, for a long time now, and we have a company currently designing our software, and it's a business software. Sometimes people are like, oh, are you doing notes? And I'm like, oh, no. Are you doing something like, you know, the software programs that have, have you know, handle databases, the patients? And no, it's strictly just business. It's just business so that you can be Dr. Joe flying around with Dr. Fred and Dr. Deed and teaching, but you could be monitoring the progress of your practice wherever you're at. You could see how every staff member is performing, just like I said earlier, on a real-time basis. And the what we're creating, I don't want to go into too, too much detail, but it not only shows you how your office is performing, it's basically taking our systematic structure that we've created and we've turned it into a software. So um, it also, there's, there's intelligence behind it. So if someone's department isn't doing very well, depending on what it is, it actually gives the, the steps necessary to that staff member of what they need to do immediately to turn their statistics around. So it's, it's pretty robust in what it has to offer. And like I said, it's under development. We're real excited about it. We've been using um, it with our staff and everything we do in the office, and anyone can understand it. I have girls as young as 19 years old that are employed with me, and you know, if they can understand the business sense, um, I feel like anybody could. That's awesome. So, Sandy, are you going to have uh, any parts of this ready to debut and perhaps sell as an introductory uh program with available updates in the future at the annual? Yes, we are working so hard to try to get that done. Um, I met some programmers, Dr. Deed, so um, we they were hoping to um, be able to get something pretty soon, so we're excited about it. I don't see why any clinic that is practicing any type of rehabilitation would not just love to have a system like this to guide them and to allow doctors and office managers to have better oversight because you can't be everywhere at every second of every minute. But when you're seeing how your staff is performing real time, it's it's amazing and it's a nice tool to have because you know you know, Dr. Fred always talks about, you know, the week will always fade away. Well, with the system that I've created in our office, the week are pretty much seen full picture because everybody reports their information. It goes globally to all 16 employee members that I have. So if you do have a weak member, you don't have to, it's not something that you're judging them on their, um, um, 
like there, it, there's no emotion into this. It's basically you've got objective measurements on performance. There's nothing subjective, and the data is right there, and they're clear. They see it, and they know, and and they do fade out if they can't um, adapt within this type of culture I've created. That that's excellent. Uh, that's very good. Did you did you uh, tell us the the uh, patient visit numbers that you and Jason are seeing per week? Just so the the listeners out there can get an idea that this type of thing can be useful in whatever kind of volume that they're seeing from low to high volumes. So, what kind of numbers have you seen? So you know that's a, a good question, and we originally started. You know the whole the whole madness in our profession, Dr. Deed has always been volume, volume, volume. You know, and I I talked about this a little bit in Vegas, but to me, I just felt like my outcomes were not where I wanted them to be as a clinician. I wasn't happy. That was not the purpose that I set out to be to get mediocre outcomes because I was so focused on having, um, you know, a large volume practice, you know, seeing we, we had our numbers up so high, well above 500 patient visits in Cairo before I started adding up in all these other multiple streams of revenues and different centers that I've created inside the practice. And it, may, it gave me a clear insight. You could sit down and take a calculator and do the math on a volume practice, getting very little outcome, not achieving the word of mouth that you want, still fighting for those new patients, trying to need to stand on every you know corner for more patients. It's such a, an anxiety that our doctors and our profession live within, and I certainly didn't like it. So I chose a different path, and that's the, the path that I'll be speaking on at the annual. But where we fixate ourselves at, and we're, we're seeing 300 Cairo visits, we see 200 physical therapy visits and our physical therapy. And keep in mind, when I give you these numbers, we only have 28 business hours in a week. So we do that in a short amount of time. Our, our laser department, for example, they laser over 175 patients in a week. That's one tech, 175 patients in a week. So that department alone handles that. Our ideal, ideal protein department is through the roof. We're up to 122 weigh-ins on a weekly basis. So there's a lot of volume and a lot of activity, but we're able to give all these patients, you know, like I said earlier, value-added services rather than let me just service you in one front and fixate on one um, service, which would be, you know, just chiropractic. Yes. Right. Let me before I, before I turn it over to Dr. Fred because I know he wants to comment a little bit. I just have to clarify one thing, Sandy. You, you're saying amazing things, awesome things, but I was never all about volume, volume, volume. I was always comfortable with it, but I capped out. The most I ever saw was uh, 399 in a week, and then we dropped down to where it was my comfort zone of 300 to 330 a week. I was, however, a one-track, one-service mindset, and that was structural correction with CBP. That's what my focus was, and didn't really look into other areas of implementation of, you know, successful healthcare 
based products that we could implement and administer to not only improve the practice bottom line, but number one, help the patients like we're talking about. So I fit the ticket on one end, but not on the volume. And I was never that thousand a week guy. Dr. Fred? Well, I think, you know, your number speaks, Sandy, to show you that, like you said, it's not a person coming in with one thing. And I'm always amazed and, and an elite, you know, as, as you know, going through the elite coaching system and now being a lifetime member and actually coaching and teaching, teaching elite seminars, that it's about overall health. You know, we start with posture. They got to get the foundation. You know, it's posture and overall health. And then it's like, okay, what do they need? Well, they may need weight loss. They may need laser. They may need other, other, these other things. And that's one of the things that you've done so well and definitely we teach in Elite that you look at the patient's overall condition and then you give them what they need. You know, it's like people that say, you know, well, we have spinal correction, but then we do PI and they're different. You know, they don't need to go to the workshop. No, you know, you don't segregate the population. Everybody comes in and your purpose is consistent. So you look at their condition and you have these services and then you inspire them to want to be their best. Now, what's it going to take to be their best? So you say, when you have 300 Cairo visits and then 200 PT and 175 laser, it's like, Look, they come in, this is what they need. There's no question of, well, just buy this and maybe we'll talk about that later. And, well, maybe we can hope to do this later. You know, there's so many people that do ideal protein that, that people come in with ideal protein, but they don't do chiropractic. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Why would someone want to get healthy and lose weight and not address their spine? And that's where your vision, yours and Jason's, and then you train your team, that people come in and you give them what they need. You don't ask questions, what they can afford, what the deal is. You inspire them to want to be their best, and then they participate in the whole package, and that's why all your numbers are high. And now, obviously, the most important is the clinical outcome. That's always number one, and I know we've talked about business, and that's the primary purpose that's driving you. Now, if we look at a business, a successful business from, let's just talk about a business perspective, is profit per unit. And what's a unit in a chiropractic office? It's a patient. So when you have people using several services, number one, because that's what they need to get healthy, and then as a business, you're maximizing the profit per unit, the profit per person that's walking through there. And that's why you have the numbers that you do. That's why you produce, number one, and obviously most importantly, the clinical corrections, the clinical outcomes. And then number two, as a business, you have a high profit. So there. <laughs> yeah. And you know, the other thing, uh, I'm just, excited. Yeah, I know. Sorry, Joe. R real quick. Uh, Sandy, how many how many people do you have uh, at your facility right now working and helping you achieve your goals with uh, your race car machine that you have, your pit crew, so to speak? <laughs> You're funny. Um, I have five full time staff, and my other eleven members are part timers. So I have a strong foundation of my five full timers. And the rest are my supplemental staff to different areas of the office. I mean, we've only tapped on a few services that I render, so I offer so many other services in here. So, um, but you'll hear more about that 
annual. So some of the part-timers are running some of my other departments. Mm -hmm. I find someone to um, run it, and then I expand it. So, yeah, we're, it sounds like a lot of people, but when you're have, the majority of them are part-timers, and there's not so many. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is Deed again. What I was going to say is, before, you know, Dr. Joe rudely interrupted me. Absolutely. Just kidding, Joe. Um, is, you know, this thing shows and can actually hold somebody accountable for the level of corrective care that we're able to achieve in a CBP chiropractic office. And it, it goes to show that you, you don't have to have the last name Harrison. You don't have to be the inventor of a technique to achieve the results. With training in the technique and then implementation of those concepts, you've been able to show that everybody, each doctor can achieve the same results. And if they're not, there's a breakdown in the system somewhere. It's not a breakdown of the technique, it's a breakdown of the doctor's ability to apply the technique in certain situations. Um, so before I, I ask you to comment on that, Sandy, I'll also say if enough CBP doctors get on board with this system and software that Sandy has, you can look and imagine what the research capabilities will be for tracking different types of patient conditions using corrective care uh, compared to uh, standard chiropractic care. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm, I'm so unbelievably excited about um, what the future holds. Yeah, so you've, just to reiterate what I said, and this is a question for you to make sure that I understand it. You've been able, you've been able to find that that uh, all the doctors that you train and ask, yeah, ask them to yes. to do this. You get consistent results in corrective care. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so we do on our associate docs that um, that are here in the office. We measure everything. Um, so right now we currently have two. We had one. We just added another one, and we able to measure. They don't actually measure it. So we have somebody else that comes in and measures their level of correction per patient, and we chart and graph their performance on how well they're achieving the corrective care. Um, you know their skills. How well do they know what they're doing? And we get to see in full detail, and then we measure a lot of other things, but that's when you're talking about corrective care, we are always looking at that because we do not want to know that even though we're stepping in one little area of our clinic, we have to have the outcomes. And the same thing goes for our PT. I mean, we have someone who measures range of motion. Um, we do computerized range of motion and muscle testing, and we can see whether our PTs um, we have two of them, whether their outcomes are up to par. So are they actually getting our patients stronger? Are they getting the functional gains that we want to see? And it's nice to be able from an owner perspective and from, you know, just the clinical perspective, of course, to be able to just look in and say, hey, they're doing a good job, but they're doing exactly what we anticipate or we would want or desire our clinicians to be rendering, and it doesn't have to be Jason or an I out there doing it. We can have somebody else doing it. Absolutely. Okay. Did that answer your question, Dr. Deed? Yeah, that's correct. So just in summary of, of the annual, Dr. Sandy Haas is going to be speaking on Saturday morning uh, for at least a few hours on what 
we're talking about at this particular podcast. And just as a quick plug for the annual, if you register by August 26th, that's Friday, you get a $70 reduction on the fee for the annual conference. If you register after August 26th, it's full price, uh, no exceptions. And then also uh, you got to register at the Biltmore Hotel uh, by the beginning of September to get the uh, annual room block rates. And we always sell our room block rate out there and they give us a great deal. So uh, doctors, it behoove you to, to register in advance. Uh, Dr. Fred and Dr. Joe, final comments? No, I'm just knowing how successful uh, Sandy and Jason are. I'm just uh, glad that they didn't go into my software business. I'd be worried. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <That's> funny. <laughs> yeah, and, um, you know, Sandy yeah. is, is about to deliver this out into profession through CVP number one. And uh, so you can get what she's teaching to start with, not only through the CBP seminars, but through the elite seminars. So if that's something that people are interested in, those are the two places right now until you expand further that you can get what she's teaching. Is that correct, Sandy? That's correct. Yeah, and, and one other thing, not to put you, put you on the spot or anything, but it'd be very nice to have you write uh, a couple guest columns in the American Journal of Clinical Chiropractic, which is really the chiropractic biophysics news source that we send out uh, quarterly. So with everybody listening out there, are you going to consent to doing that, Sandy? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'll see you tonight. <laughs> Well, you, you've got until uh, mid-September to get me an article. Okay, I can do that. <laughs> Plenty of time. So Absolutely. So before uh, I go into the research articles, uh, any, any final comments on this uh, particular night's podcast with Dr. Sandy and the business strategies that she's implementing and offering for uh, corrective care-based wellness facilities? No, I think I think she did I'm a good, good job telling us. It was awesome. Thank you, Sandy. Mm -hmm. Oh, you're welcome. I had fun. It was fun talking to you guys. Great. And uh, Sandy, uh, nothing else you want to offer up? Just final comment? Anything that's on your mind that we might have missed? You know, no. I just encourage everybody out there that I, you know, come to the annual. A lot of people have asked me. You know, when I'm going to be teaching some more and getting into some more detail, well, that's when I'll be there. And um, like I said, you'll get great, wonderful tools that you can immediately use come Monday morning and start putting into place in your practice. So if you're really tired of being in the reality that you're in and you want something, you know, better, you want to improve your facility, come and listen because I'll teach you. Awesome. Okay, well, I'm going to go into the research article for this week's podcast, and then uh, we'll uh, end this particular week's podcast. So I know that uh, Dr. Joe hasn't seen this one yet either. Are you ready for it, Joe? I'm ready for it. I'm going to get you on one of these, though. You know, this one's going to shock you. You're, you're going to be, like, amazed that you didn't know about this. All right. This let's comes see. from... This comes from uh, four CBP chiropractors, uh, Dr. Paul Oakley, uh, Dr. Stephanie Cheney, 
Dr. Tom Chaney and Dr. Adam Maddox. Uh, they submitted a, a, a nice case report and had it published recently in the Journal of Pediatric, Maternal, and Family Health. It's uh, issue number three, 2011, pages 82 through 86. The title of the article is Resolution of Chronic Headaches Following Reduction of Vertebral Subluxation in an Eight-Year-Old Utilizing Chiropractic Biophysics Technique. So essentially, a, a young boy came to a chiropractic facility. He was eight years old, and he was suffering with chronic headaches as well as you know other things like other health conditions, sore throat, fatigue, dizziness, queasiness, et cetera. And he was having these for at least a two-year time period, so he's chronic. He'd been seen by a local neurologist, a psychologist, and nutritionist with limited health improvements. So the chiropractor ascertained radiographs of the cervical spine and identified a second harmonic S-shaped neck. Now, that's old CVP terminology. Essentially, it's a, a reversal in the upper cervical spine with a lower cervical spine lordosis. So my dad called that a harmonic after string theory, a course that he took uh, in graduate level mathematics. Uh, really, it's called buckling now in today's spine behavior under loads. It would be considered a second order buckling so an S-shaped curve, basically a kyphotic uh, mid and upper neck. Uh, the, the young boy was treated with CBP, mirror image adjustments, uh, mirror image isokinetic exercises, and then mirror image cervical spine extension traction. He was also uh, treated with standardized uh, traditional chiropractic adjusting and mobilization to improve range of motion and decrease pain. And then also one month into care, uh, they administered a food diary and identified some things that needed some work, and they uh, they rectified some of the dietary behavior in this young boy. Now, he was seen under corrective care actively, and then uh, what what occurred was he was put on on a maintenance uh, care plan of two times per month. The total number of visits was 86 in a pediatric uh, eight-year-old uh, male. That's eight six 86. A postlateral cervical radiograph taken after six months of care uh, following his last visit at least a day later, so it's not immediately after traction, like some people uh, tend to do with head weighting and things like that, and we won't say who those people are. But, you know, anybody taking an after, immediately after traction x-ray or immediately after a head weight, that's not a true correction. So this is at least one day following his last uh, chiropractic adjustment and traction session, uh, his uh, x-ray showed uh, correction to uh, pediatric normal values that are reported in the literature and reported in posture ray right now. So before I have Joe comment on that, the uh, conclusion of the article is, this case presents the successful outcome in an eight-year-old uh, male with a variety of health, health issues, including primarily suffering headaches. This case and others like it suggest that CVP mirror image methods, including extension traction, as well as combined with chiropractic adjustments, are a safe and effective intervention for the pediatric headache sufferer. So this, this is a great case report coming out by CVP doctors published in a nice chiropractic peer-reviewed journal, the Journal of Pediatric Maternal and Family Health, 
where they're using evidence-based protocols and procedures and applying them to pediatric populations and using evidence-based pediatric age-adjusted normals for the sagittal plane curves like we have in posture ray, right, Joe? Yeah, we just got that in there. Actually, uh, any of you posture ray users now, um, most of you already know, um, you can, if you're under support, we can get you upgraded right away. And we are the first ones, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Deed, but we're the first ones actually to report uh, using posterior tangent method the normal values for age-related curves. And we're going to write that up for a research study, not that I want to put any pressure back on you since you put pressure on uh, Sandy there, Deed. Right. <laughs> well, well, I can tell you Paul's already putting a lot of pressure on me because for the last couple of years I kind of shied away from uh, really heavy, heavy research. You know, I did a couple papers a year, which meant, meant that I stopped from, so, you know, from some people's perspective. But, you know, from an actual publication perspective, two papers a year is actually quite a, you know, quite a bit of work. But according to what we used to do, you know, eight to 12 papers a year, uh, people like Paul Oakley said that I was a disappointment because I wasn't <laughs> con continuing research. So um, I'm now actively pursuing it again. I just need to needed to refocus on, you know, restructuring CBP to make it fit with today's uh, information and, and availability. And just like you, Joe, working on uh, on technology, we had to incorporate that. And then with Dr. Fred implementing new business strategies uh, and like with Dr. Sandy. So we had a lot of business things to work on. And uh, unfortunately, you know, you, it's like for CBP, we can't do research if I don't have a business. You know what I mean? Yeah, because it's not like we get paid to do it. That's for sure. That, that's correct. I don't get paid to do research. We pay to do the research. So I, I had to restructure CBP to where it was my new practice. And keep in mind, I'm not profiting by, you know, this particular research. I, I In fact, I wasn't on this paper with Paul uh, and Stephanie and Tom and Adam, it just shows that uh, people that are trained in CBP can achieve the same methods that we all can. Yep, and I, I hate to but, uh, burst your bubble, but Deed, I actually knew about that paper. I just didn't know it came out yet. Uh-huh. Well, I knew about it too, but I knew that it came out. <laughs> yeah, see, they left me out of the loop. That's the problem. But, uh, you know, um, one of the what we wanted to say is that we actually have the, the new research CD that that will be actually a, a part of. Um, if Dr. Deed wants to uh, actually email me the finished product, I can get that out, out to all of you guys with the new research CD for 2011 that actually helps, you know, support CBP nonprofit. And, you know, we actually do need money for CBP nonprofit, not for Dr. Deed, myself, Joe Betts, Jason Haas, and Paul Oakley. That's not what it's for. It's to pay for the PhDs that are the advisors to this, pay for the facilities where our research is done, because that's not free. Um, we will all work for free, but uh, the PhDs that help us, you know, they, they require time off from the regular day jobs to help us, you know, crunch numbers and things like that, and especially when we do things in surgical facilities. So that's where your, your dollars are going that are 100% tax deductible. Yeah, that's right. And really, it's a... A $400 per year annual donation, and we update you with the CBP nonprofit peer-reviewed PDFs that uh, we can make available as a nonprofit company on a CD for our, our members. So if you donate and are a member of CBP nonprofit each year, we send you out a CBP research uh, CD. And just you know, to reiterate what Dr. Joe said, um, most of our consultants that help us with statistics 
Like, for example, uh, Paul and I and uh, a doctor, uh, Kevin Grice in Canada, are pursuing a paper right now that we need statistical help. And the, our statistician is uh, charging us anywhere from 100 to $150 an hour. It depends on uh, which statistician we use and, and how much detail we need, et cetera. And so, you know, to get consultants to participate in the research, it, it's appropriate. You have to pay them for their time, but the chiropractors do not get paid. Uh, and then lastly, uh, well, I'll say something else in a minute, but uh, Dr. Fred or Dr. Sandy, would you like to comment on uh, what we just discussed? No, uh, I... Oh, go ahead, sorry. Okay, go ahead. No, I was just going to say we've been a supporter of nonprofit, and I know we have to pay those people who assist to get these papers out there. And we need more papers, Dean. So I'm kind of with Paul Oakley on this. So I'm glad you got all those other things in order. And um, would you like to let us know when the next one will come out since you put me on the spot? <laughs> yeah, there. I'm writing actually uh, four papers right now. Awesome. Had, I, had to, I had to pick on you because you did it to me, so listen, there you go. I can actually say that I'm writing four papers right now, and actually there's a fifth that was an invite uh, that I, I need to get done too. So in the next month, probably five papers will be submitted uh, from CBP nonprofit research to journals in the next month. Uh, so that's just that's five. So Dr. Fred? Well, I was going to say, and this is one of the reasons that we've partnered, Deed, is you know, we just know that that research and the things that you're doing is the tip of the spear of chiropractic. And we've had other people on this podcast and talk about some of the political things that are happening in this profession, where a certain faction of this profession is trying to redefine chiropractic, remove subluxation, and all this other crap and BS that, uh, you know, we've talked about here on previous podcasts. And it's this type of research that is going to not only preserve what we already have, but is taking chiropractic into the new millennium. I mean, the you know, um, actually I mentioned this before, speaking tomorrow night on, you know, a truth goes through three phases. First it's ridiculed, that's when people went to jail. Then it's opposition when medicine tried to slam chiropractic and eliminate it. And now it's self-evident. And the self-evidence comes through the research that uh, you're doing that proves posture and overall health and spinal curvatures and your dad proved an optimal spinal model. So this is the present and future of chiropractic. So the people that are listening to this, it's our responsibility to be able to support CBP nonprofit because if the profession's going anywhere, this is what's gonna this is what's gonna take it there. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh so I appreciate that, uh, Dr. Joe, uh, Dr. Sandy especially, and Dr. Fred. I just want to say thank you uh, for participating uh, with me. And I know it's not just me, but since I opened this up as the moderator, just uh, thank you for participating with me tonight. And then uh, thank you to all the listeners out there uh, who have accessed this or will access this. And, and uh, we hope you have enjoyed this. Uh, Dr. Sandy, just in case anybody would like to personally get in contact with you, do you take personal uh, contacts or questions from doctors out there? Yes, they can email me. Um, my email address is drsandy at windsorspinecenter.com. 
Okay. And thank you for having me. If I, I don't want to forget to say that this was fun, and thank you for asking me to participate today. No problem. So we will talk to everybody out there in podcast land and on iTunes uh, next week. Uh, so on behalf of Chiropractic United, uh, this is Dr. Deed Harrison, joined by Dr. Dr. Fred Domenico and Joe Ferratelli. And sorry, we're all talking on each other with the slow Skype today. That's fine. And uh, we'd like to say say thank you and good night. Good night, guys. Good night.